am the one. Yes, man. Another one. Another one. DJ Khaled. Fucking born in New Orleans. Wow. Ah, have DJ we Khaled. have we dug into DJ Khaled or have we just made fun of the fella? Just made fun of him. Yeah. Still don't like him. No, you know, I think he's you know he's he's a positive guy. Uh, I like how I don't know if you checked out his Wikipedia. His occupations is my favorite part. It's a disc jockey, record executive, record producer, rapper, hype man, songwriter, <laughs> author, author. He's an author. Uh, what, is, what, is, what is he written? I gotta, I gotta know. I don't know. It doesn't have a link. It just, has, <laughs> it just tosses it in there. I like how uh, like I wrote that letter to Bieber. <laughs> but like, if you listen to any of his songs, like first and foremost, he's hype man. Right, like he's. Oh, that should be the only <laughs> thing in that column. There's nothing else. Dude, that whole music video. I love that music video. He's just dancing, holding up a bottle of Ciroc. He's like, just like doing the like the finger motions, like another one. You're like, who are you? Who are you? He's a hype man. Like hype man fits the. That's perfect. You don't need any other. Just yeah, DJ Khaled. He's a hype man. He does some DJing. You know, well, he produces, like I said, he, to his credit, he's, uh, he gets these guys all together and he produces these albums and they're another one. They're DJ Khaled jams. And all he does is he's a hype man within it. He needs to cut out this baloney that he's some sort of musician on some level. The guy has no musical talent, actually. He's no just, fucking he, way, he, dude. Did you, are you looking at his... Uh, give me some Wikip- info. Give me. Uh, are you what, looking at his Wikipedia? Of course I am. Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. <laughs> Go look at the height. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. 5'7". Hey. Nobody's better at being a bullshit hype man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where do you see his height? His height is 5'7". Wow. Where do you, you find that always so fast? Did they put this in another section or is it just right there? Oh, I just Googled DJ Khaled height. <laughs> He's 5'7", baby. How tall is Justin Bieber? It must be around the same height. They look like the same dudes in the a video. Little Wayne, what a little bitch. Only 5'5"? Five, five? Yeah, I knew it. I had a feeling. <laughs> man, dude. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, the Beebs is 5'9". Alright, okay. That makes I knew sense. he wasn't great. I didn't think he was in the six foot range, but 5'7 <sighs> on the DJ Khaled, it all makes sense. Alright, dude. He yeah. is the greatest at being a phony, so we'll take it. He's a great hype man, but what I find funny with the occupations is songwriter, author, rapper, like, no way, dude. You're <laughs> There's no way you're any of those on any level. Yeah. I love that author. That is the best. He probably has a children's book, I imagine. (laughs) It's usually what famous people always do, a children's book. If they tell you, you can't be an astronaut, you say, yeah, but I can surround myself with the best astronauts. (laughs) I think it would be more simple. It would be called Another One by DJ Khaled. And... (laughs) Yeah. It'd be like, you know, a kid okay. counting blocks. It'd be like, when you have one, and then you see a, a second one, it's another one, right? Another one. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then when your mom has an, a brother for you, then it's another one, right? Another one. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I can just go on from there. Another one. Uh, his wife is Nicole Tuck. Oh, a Tuck. Oh, another Tuck. Another <laughs> I was more interested, I kind of, while we were jamming out to that in the break, I uh, googled up a little Justin Bieber. What's he up to? Is he going to be doing any shows? Uh, he's expecting a kid. 
What? Really? Good He's for him. Join the ranks of Robert De Niro. So maybe he didn't take too many shots of that mRNA vaccine. It's possible, uh, you know, it went oh. to his face. You haven't seen the kid yet. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope you're all the best. <laughs> Same here. Absolutely. And uh, I know you're a big fan of the pop music scene. Uh, Taylor Swift was all about uh, everywhere, and I didn't get a clip of it, unfortunately. I thought I was going to, but Taylor Swift caused a 2.3 earthquake in Seattle with her concert. How? The fans dancing to the show caused an earthquake. Shut the fuck up. It's all over the news, man. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. <clears throat> in Seattle, they the scientists, the science estimates that uh, the, the tour registered a 2.3 uh, earthquake, magnitude earthquake, whatever that, whatever that hey, means. Hey, Bob, uh, when do you want to turn on this machine we've been building for 10 years and test <laughs> out the earth, see if we could do an earthquake? Do it, do it during the Lindsay Lohan. What's her name? Uh, Taylor Swift. But I like Taylor it. Yeah, Swift. I'll go with Lohan. Do it during Taylor Swift. They'll blame it on her. It's called the Harp Machine. They have it in Alaska. It is the size of something like eleven football fields, and it, you can Google it. It's searchable. It's uh, the government has no uh, problem hiding it. Uh, it's out there, <laughs> dude. It it's known to create seismic activity around the globe and do direct energy blasts. I also believe that we have that kind of capability with uh, the satellites floating around space. I I can only imagine we have lasers and stuff that can create or simulate some sort of situation where you have uh, an earthquake. You know, look at Turkayi and Syria. Everybody forgot about that earthquake that killed like a million people. Uh Oh. There's a guy who's claiming uh, he's he's supposedly used to work high up in the government, and he's claiming that they have a uh, they pretty much carved a lens out of clear ice in it in the North Pole. Really, it's the largest direct energy weapon. Wow. Yeah. Where did you? <clears throat> I did not come across this one. I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> Apparently, there's these like bases that just go deep into the ice of uh in the north pole and there that's where they have all these like directed energy and they they say that some of it could be it could explain the like breaking up of the ice yeah i mean i it seems like our governments are in control of some energy weapons they understand frequencies to a degree that probably tesla had figured out and they raided his office when he died and took all his materials you know it, it there, there seems to be some element of the government has figured out how to mess with the earth uh, on a frequency level and uh, control the climate, do things like earthquakes, start fu- uh, fires in Canada, you know, direct energy weapons. Um, who there, there could just be such incredible chaos that could be created with this technology. It would kind yeah, of yeah. If you could, wouldn't it kind of explain everything? I just think it would explain a lot of the weird stuff that's been going on over the last 10 years. Maybe. You know, because a lot of weird stuff has occurred kind of hyper-fast and all in sequence and around each other. Things that probably would have been hundreds of years apart in previous uh, iterations. But everything seems crammed and happening one right after another. Like, we just had a... Once in a 100-year pandemic, and what is everybody saying? Oh, the next one's around the corner here, right? Like, really? (laughs) Uh, Well, how does that work? I don't get it. You know, and, like, are we in a sustained global climate catastrophe, or are we just part of some sort of cycle? It could be more a result that you did one thing a long time ago, and it changed everything. Right, man. Well, you know, it's possible we found the Gilgamesh tomb there in Iraq and went through the portal or opened it up, and now we have all these <laughs> demons coming through, and they're, those are the bastards that are spraying chemicals in our skies and doing the chemtrails, right? Oh, that would explain it, yeah. <laughs> That's right, it's demons, man. And Polis is definitely one of them. Dude, Polis... Jared Polis drives me insane, dude. The guy does nothing for our state, and then he tweets a picture of him chomping into a peach. <laughs> Like, dude, you, 
that is just so insulting, man. Because most people can't travel on your crap roads to get to Palisade to buy the peaches. Oh, good call. Or you buy them by the time you get back home. They're all bruised up from rattling in your back seat. You went <laughs> over all the potholes. That's right, man. Or yeah. you can't get there because the roads are destroyed from all the flooding from all the chemtrailing you signed off on. <laughs> See how I uh, always connected to the chemtrails, folks? Uh, no, Jared Polis, get out of here. You know, I know you have the same stuff going on in Chicago, too. You have these politicians. They do these jackass photo ops. And, man... It's just insulting to the common man, the everyday fella going out there, cruising on the roads, knowing that the government is lining their pockets and doing absolutely nothing to just fix the roads or just get rid of the homeless or do anything. Just clean up anything or make things more livable or more decent. Nothing is going towards that. No, this dude is doing a photo op eating a peach. Yeah, it's, can't you do one thing that would make things more affordable, maybe make my life a little easier? It should be illegal no, to do a photo op of any kind or post anything to Twitter until you fix stuff around the fucking state. Yeah. That should, you should be just, okay, well, you're out of office, sorry. You had more time to tweet than you did to do anything to improve yeah. the state. Yeah, the photo op used to be you with a hard hat and a yes! golden Yes, filling in the pothole! You were building this bridge that was going to alleviate traffic. Yes, man! No, I just, like, yeah. I can't get over Jared Polis eating a peach and tweeting it out like he's having a grand old Saturday. Dude, people are out there struggling in this state. You ruined it economically. You ruined the roads. You have not Nothing is progressing, man. You're a progressive libertarian, allegedly. Nothing's but progressing, Frank. Anybody in the country could go there for a free abortion. Oh, that's right. You're right. Come and if, if you're black... He'll cut you a check for ten grand to open a dispensary. <laughs> That's progress, baby. And you can take your kids to the drag shows. Eating a peach. I just can't get over how insulting the image is, and it, it sticks in my head. I hope it sticks in everybody else's head when they go vote this guy back in with their mail-in ballots uh, in four years or uh, whatever it is. Nobody's paying attention. No, nobody cares, and the dude's just trying to gear up for a run for president in uh, you know, 2020-something. Um, it's just... You know, but the guy can't even. He wears the blazer with the T-shirt. Ah, uh, yeah. What happened to formal dressing, man? He never. I, I kick it I, over I, this Democrat. I know like, this cool Democrat. Like I'm the cool guy. You know what I'm talking about? Fetterman. If you don't want to look retarded, wear a suit. Jared, like the, uh, <laughs> Jared Polis does the polo shirt with the with the sports coat over it. That's like his his that's him dressing nice for events. That's terrible. Well, you know, I thought he was a gay fella, and I well, used maybe to he's think... like the woman in the relation. That's like a woman look. <laughs> maybe you're right. He did yeah. take a few months off to breastfeed his children. Now that I think about it, <laughs> just like Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> he's the femme. The femme. Well, speaking of femmes in politics, uh, one of the top femmes, Beto O'Rourke, made an appearance on The View this week. No. Yes. No. Yeah, man. Come on. I got the juicy goods for this episode. A desperate act of a desperate man. Dude, Beto. Going on the view. Beto. Like, I'm not going to take your guns, but wait. Shaw. I'm going to take your guns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I would take your guns. Oh, this is Democrats? Yeah, yeah, we're going to take their guns, oh, bro. Oh, psych, bro, <laughs> cha. We're talking guns, AK-47, dude. I'm going to take your guns, bro. Cha. I'm Beto. The best, the best uh, thing I saw on the internet was when they talked about, they had a picture up. They said, I've seen a bag of Cheetos that look better than your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's so good. That's so good. Dude, uh, the 
the obsession with Beto for those couple of years was absolutely over the top. I, I am. It was satisfying to see this man fall off the his. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They his tried high to horse. make him a thing, huh? They, they did. They really but, tried, dude. Just we'll stay in your lane, though. Either you're a progressive Democrat in Texas and in your anti-guns and you support anti-gun legislation, or you're a middle-of-the-road centrist, right? You don't want to be a Democrat, clearly, but be somewhere in the middle and, and be dedicated to true libertarianism or at least the idea that people are free to make their own choices and own their guns. And he he chose both paths like an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Frank, to be fair, he chose one. He was going to steal your guns, and then he came back a year later with his collar unbuttoned a little bit and it popped right. up. He popped the collar up, and he was just a regular guy, not here to take your guns. It's your Beto, man. I'm not going to take your guns. <laughs> Cha. No, you can bet on Beto. Bet on Beto. I'm not here for your guns. It's your AK-47, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the bump stock, bro. Why do you need a 30-round magazine to kill a deer? <laughs> That's not for deer. It's for the 30 individuals that stormed my you're, property. You're Beto O'Rourke. Go move to San Diego. You'll have a good chance being governor of San Diego or something. Or, or mayor of San Chicago. Diego. Put on a black yeah, face and we'll get you in here. Get out of here, dude. Get out of Texas. You don't belong there. You clearly do not belong. Like People left <laughs> that attitude from places like California and around the country. Like, dude, I, And I love that they're bringing him out to uh, critique Governor Abbott. Who, what office does he hold right now? Nothing. He, nothing. nothing. <laughs> He's not doing anything. He's just a jackass that they bring on TV to 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 represent. Do you, you know what? It means that the Dem- Texas Democrats don't have anyone to represent them. They have Beto. It's the same reason why Georgia trots out Stacey Abrams still. Oh, that's insane, dude. Yeah, he literally does an old office. He hasn't held office since 2018. No, he's a loser. Or 2019. He should get back to playing punk rock concerts at bars. All right. That's what oh, he he, he should go back to doing. So, But no, Beto's getting uh, money to go on The View, your favorite. Dude, you inspired me with your View clip after you, you played it. <laughs> Number one, you were right. I thought, like, The View didn't exist. I thought no TV existed anymore because of the writer strike. But apparently there's no writers on The View. So they're yeah. still <laughs> going at it. It's really impressive. Straight uh, from Whoopi's mouth. <laughs> that's right. Or Whoopi's head, I'm sorry. That's right, the Marshmallow Man. Uh, and so <laughs> we got Beto on The View. and His name is Robert Francis. Where the fuck did he get Beto? Beto! So what I want, while I play this clip, though, I wanted you to look up for me Greg Abbott because if I'm not mistaken Greg Abbott he's a fella a disabled man if I'm you know in a yeah. wheelchair am I correct about that Yeah okay and and we are still in the month of July here or at least uh, we just finished July but this took place during July and the month of July is a month celebrating the the disabled and the handicapped uh, <laughs> folks out there if I'm not am I correct about that assessment yes and greg abbott he's he is himself one of those disabled handicapped fellows am i correct he's in a wheelchair right yeah he's paralyzed from the waist down okay i just wanted to get that out of the way before we play a clip of Whoopi goldberg and joy behar i think it's just joy and uh beto uh talking about um greg abbott on monday they're talking about greg abbott a disabled man paralyzed from the waist down on a month celebrating disabled people on Monday, the Justice Department, as you said, filed a lawsuit against Texas and Governor Abbott after he refused their request to stop placing the buoys and barbed wire in the Rio Grande as part of the state's effort to deter migrants. I'm repeating myself, but just so you will know what's going on. Uh, Abbott also signed a law stripping construction workers in Austin and Dallas of the right to water breaks every four hours and rest time in the shade in 110-degree weather over there as Texas faces record-breaking heat this summer. Don't you think there is something sadistic about someone who would do this? And will this lawsuit be enough to get Abbott to start acting like a human being? You're up. Uh, Abbott's paralyzed and he's a disabled person. I just want to remind everyone <laughs> after Joy just, just wanted to, you know, is, is this guy going to act like a human being? 
You're absolutely right. The cruelty <laughs> is the point. It's absolutely. not making us any safer or more secure. The Wall Street Journal did a comprehensive look at Operation Lone Star and found that, in fact, where Greg Abbott has concentrated the greatest number of troopers and state guard and razor wire and floating barriers, we are less secure than we were before he did any of this. Um, you talk about what he's doing to construction workers and folks who are working in 105, 110 degree yeah. heat who are succumbing to the conditions because they are no longer protected by local laws. Uh, he is one of the most cruel people that we've ever had in a leadership <laughs> position. When you add to that the number of school shootings that we're seeing, nothing changed in our gun laws since Uvalde, a total abortion ban that is causing women to suffer and in some cases to die and miscarry because they cannot get the reproductive health care that they need. We really need help right now. Jesus but the border Christ. is the one clear place that President Biden can step in exercise his authority, save lives, and ensure that we're living up to the best traditions of this country. Wow, man. Oh, God. Tell now I know why you never won. Yeah, dude. That's crap, yeah, man. I can't believe here, this. Go Again, Greg Abbott, the dude is representing his voting base, the his constituents, the people who have reached out to him and said, hey, please, do something to save our land and our families from what is occurring at the border. And the man stepped in and did something because that's what people hope their voted elected officials do. Yes. That's why they voted for him and not you. Didn't yes. Didn't he run against Abbott? Yes, I think he did, yeah. man. I mean, you, you have the supercomputer there, like, my man. The but I think uh, Beto's a little butt hurt because nobody bought into his BS that he wasn't going to totally take your guns, but I might, like, <laughs> totally kind of take your guns. Cha, bro. Come on, dude. Like, Do you know what happened to Beto? What happened to the Beto? Or, I mean, uh, Abbott. How did Abbott get paralyzed there? He was out running, and a large oak tree on the path cracked and fell on him. Wow! Yeah. That's like some biblical, you know, reach down, God kind of did something there kind of situation. He was, a 20, he was 26 years old. He just graduated from law school. It's crazy. Probably in the best shape and health of his life. Think about it, though, man. That, I don't, yeah, you're right. That is biblical. Because then he, it says he was taking a break from, like, the bar and everything. And then... Wild. And then, and, look, what happened? The man um, persevered and found the strength of mind to push forward and, and deny these... Uh, challenges to hold him back and um, he used them as ways to be stronger and better and bigger and he became governor of Texas. That's incredible. Incredible. That should be inspirational. How could you go on national television and call him cruel? <laughs> I know. They were describing him as this like despicable non-human. Listen to the story of triumph, the, the like what this man has gone through to to just be a representative of the state of Texas and, and then to stand up for his beliefs and to stand up for the people that voted for him and then you're going to go on TV and call him cruel and inhumane? That's incredible. You Beto, what did Beto, what obstacles did Beto O'Rourke go through to become Beto O'Rourke? A fucking loser nobody who doesn't even have a job right now. He just goes on The View complaining about a dude who's paralyzed in a wheelchair. Yeah, to be fair. Uh... <laughs> Man, somebody slap Beto O'Rourke across the face, please. This guy needs to wake up and get a job. Let's start right there. Beto O'Rourke, if you look at his, if you read about his childhood, this guy is just a loser kid who's trying to be a badass. He joined a punk rock group, a computer hacker group called the, the Cult of the Dead Crow. 
Wow. Dead cow. Wow. <laughs> oh, so he's an alien, right? Aren't the reptilians uh, or the greys? The greys are the ones who um, mutilate the cows, right? So I could see Beto having a little alien connection going on there. He kind of looks like an alien, actually. Yeah, he's a weird guy. I never liked Beto. I w- oh, dude, dude, hi, dude, this guy has a Bachelor of Arts. English oh, literature. Okay. That's it. That's it, dude. Nothing after that. 95, you graduate. Dude. How was he in politics? He should be disqualified. <laughs> that should be an actual disqualification from politics. If you have a bachelor's in communications or arts, you're disqualified from politics. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. No wonder Greg Abbott beat you. After law school, he went on a jog and got hit by a tree and still became governor. That's unbelievable. Yes, exactly. You know what? Dude, you should at the very least have a bachelor in history to run for politics. Can't that be like an like a standard? Such a waste of a degree. No, what you need is just... <laughs> I'm just saying at the least. And then you go on to doing law and shit. And, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Bachelor of Arts, dude. That, that, that should That should be, be a disqualifier. Yeah, Arts? You're no, you're out. Okay, first of all, we know you're a sucker because you spent a hundred thousand dollars on a fucking arts degree, right? Last thing we need is you handling our finances. Well, no, we know he's the son of of rich parents. Oh, for sure he is. That's what we know. Yeah, you you were, your life was paid through all the way to the point did- where you're not even holding up. You don't even have a job, bro. This guy is an unemployed loser going on The View talking about how this disabled, paralyzed guy is a, is a cruel, inhumane jerk. It's unbelievable. I can't believe th- this is why our society is so backwards right now, man, because we're, we're parading around Beto O'Rourke an unemployed loser whose life has been paid for by his rich parents, and he's criticizing a dude who had a tree fall on him and became governor. Yeah. It's backwards. Yeah. We live in a totally... totally backwards. They should be bringing on Abbott to make fun of Beto (laughs) O'Rourke. Yeah, but I don't think they have wheelchair access. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Abbott. (laughs) <laughs> you're so you're so ableist, my man. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, but for some reason, and this has been you could go through our catalog of episodes here at this point. Beto O'Rourke fires me up, dude. I cannot stand this individual. I do not understand why he entered politics or how how it's possible people voted for him. How he has zero credentials. He's he's the male AOC. It's unreal. Like how is this person there? And in fact, I'll even give AOC credit. I think she at least went to some sort of schooling where she got some sort of degrees, I think. Right when she was in serving, uh, when she was a bartender, right? Wasn't she paying her way through law school? All I know is she was fighting off rapists left and right. Left and right. Well, and that takes a lot of strength, okay? So I'll take (laughs) someone like her in Congress over a jackass like Beto O'Rourke who was in a punk rock band. And, like, what did this guy accomplish that made him so special for two years? And now all of a sudden, again, unemployed. Has this guy contributed anything to society in the last two years? No, dude, I totally forgot. He he didn't run for re-election in the House because he tried to take Ted Cruz out of the Senate. That's right, man. And he lost. And I've seen stuff about Ted Cruz, which, which is really interesting. It was either NPR. It must have been NPR. They had a little kind of a hit piece about a week ago, and it was about how the Texas Senate seat is really up for grabs because uh, – Historically speaking, uh, Ted Cruz is one of the most unpopular senators uh, nationally and in the state of Texas. I don't, I don't know how much truth there is behind that. You know, they're probably using their own internal NPR polls. Frank, I'm one of his biggest fans, and I'll tell you, very unlikable guy. I don't like him either. Can't, can't stand him. But, I, <laughs> but, but he's always right. That's why I respect him. Well, what's know, weird he's so is smart. I don't think I want to like the people that are holding office but i want to like their policies i want them to be smarter than me yes yeah i want them to not, be capable and of not at plumbing yeah yes. the law and the constitution you know absolutely like when it comes to a dude like ted cruz i 
or anybody in the House or the Senate, I actually don't want to have a beer with these people. I would rather them be really boring, uninteresting people to hang out with, people who are spending a lot of time reading through intensive documentation and literature and, and just, you know, trying to dissect and understand what's going on to defend our rights and be there to represent us as voters. Like that's what we wanted out of these uh, people. And to be totally honest, yeah, Ted Cruz kind of detestable to be, told, you know, but like, <laughs> but I'd rather have a detestable guy who's really smart, who clearly is well-read and understands what's going on than, you know, unfortunately, Lauren Babert, who's just out there, like, making a mockery of the political system, quite honestly, even though I like having more Republicans here in Colorado to balance out the system. Lauren Boebert is is kind of an idiot, and you know we need less of that to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, you need more Ted Cruz. We need more Ted Cruz. Very intelligent. Yeah, I I don't want this person to be someone I you know might be drunk enough and a few shots in that I'll take home for a night. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather them, (laughs) you know, get the AOCs and the Boeberts out of there. Get the Gates out of there. You know, give me give me people who are just actually like um, nerds, people that are kind of boring, man. I want the boring nerds in there. The dudes who kind of pour through the info and the data and, and then have a, a valid argument, whether or not you agree with it. Give me a valid argument. Yes. Yeah, that's a good call. And we're, we're seriously lacking that, even at the highest levels of the institutions that run this country, man. And, you know, there's got to be some sort of filter, right? And, and maybe in some places, like, I, I don't know how Texas runs. I get the feeling Texas doesn't, go hard in or at all on the mail-in voting, which is why you end up with probably people who should be in the positions of power, like Ted Cruz, Greg Abbott, you know what I'm saying? Like, you end up with people who, like, rightfully should be in those spots, whereas here in Colorado, you have that jackass Jared Polis eating peaches on Twitter, like, all the time, and he's doing nothing to actually help our state. Oh, what, we got migrants? Yeah, we'll just fill them up in all the schools and empty uh, grow houses, (laughs) no problem. You got any more of those peaches? <laughs> Do I look good in this polo shirt? Right, give me a jacket. All right. All right. Just don't send these homeless to New York. Hey, we. there is no <laughs> more room in New York City. There's no more room in New York City. New York is closed. New York City has no vacancy. There's no more room. That's the story of the year, dude. I, can't, I, I really can't get over that. Oh man! Well, either way, uh, <laughs> a lot of disarray in the political uh, in the political arena. And Mike, uh, there is a story that kind of. Oh, you got something for me? Because I, no, no, uh, oh, no. I was dude, just thinking Beto. Something. Oh yeah, we're, I'm done with Be- Beto. I'm done with that guy. <laughs> AK-47, dude. So. Uh, <laughs> There's a story that kind of snuck in there, and I, I caught it this morning, and you've brought this up a lot, and now it's entering the mainstream, and it makes oh. me very questionable about what's going on here, and I thought you would really like this one. I am actually shocked and appalled, sir, that this has entered into the realm. For the first time, the president and first lady are publicly acknowledging they have a seventh grandchild, a four-year-old girl named Navy, who their son Hunter fathered out of wedlock as he battled drug addiction. The child, up until now, not recognized by the president. I have six grandchildren. The move comes one month after Navy's mother, London Roberts, a former exotic dancer, settled a paternity and child support dispute with Hunter in Arkansas. The first couple releasing a statement Friday saying, quote, Our son Hunter and Navy's mother, London, are working together to foster a relationship that is in the best interests of their daughter, adding, This is not a political issue. It's a family matter. But it's already become political, as the White House avoided the topic for months. Does the president acknowledge this little girl as his granddaughter? I don't have anything to share from here. Republicans seized on the silence. Why don't you spend some time with your granddaughter in Arkansas? How many grandchildren do you have? (laughs) Using this and Hunter Biden's unraveling legal woes as political ammunition against the president. Hunter in ongoing legal trouble after his plea deal to federal tax charges fell apart this week when a Trump-appointed Delaware judge raised questions about its terms. The president's commitment to family is central to his public persona, 
His grandchildren often appearing with him at campaign events and official trips. Yeah, family's very important to the Bidens. They love talking about Ashley's diary. You know the diary, right? <laughs> they love sharing all the diaries of the family. Around the world, Hunter's eldest, Naomi, was married at the White House, and his youngest, Beau, has tagged along to Camp David. I'm crazy about them. The president and first lady saying they want what's best for... I'm going to pause it there. Beau, did you see a video going around? I, I think it was... Uh, potentially discredited as fake, but I did want, you know me, I love to dabble into the fantastical world of conspiracy uh, tin foil hat nut job theories, and there was a video allegedly of a granddaughter of Biden, and she claims that people don't know that Joe has a twin brother, Bo, and that Joe Biden died four years ago, and the current guy <laughs> in office is Bo Biden. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> I freaking love that, man. Uh, Bo Biden, okay. I'm a huge fan of this one. This <laughs> the is real what... question, though, is did Hunter also fuck this Bo's wife? <laughs> we all know it's a yes. We know that's <laughs> the answer. Come on, man. This guy's the ultimate sleazeball. Of course he did. Uh, he's fucking everybody's wife. Yeah, can we get another screenshot of Molly Obama's credit card with that cocaine pile? Uh, oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. right. Get her black ass in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, black ass, why didn't you moon me before? Come on. <laughs> All of their grandchildren, including privacy for their newest one, Navy. And Ali Rafa is with the president in Delaware tonight. Ali, why did the president decide to acknowledge this grandchild now? It pulled better. <laughs> I mean Yeah, well, a source familiar with the situation tells us that the president has avoided weighing in until now to give his son and Navy's mother the time and space needed to navigate this. Jose? Wow. Dude, we talked Jose, I love Jose. Yeah, I love when they Takai, Greta, Greta Thunberg. Jose going on with the names man it used it used to just be jose right oh i like it i uh, almost find it like insulting to do the jose jose like you're not spanish you don't know how to say it you're still not saying it right no you sound ridiculous it, it's ridiculous yeah. come on like this is america by the way like like this is the place where you come to for the better opportunity and you assimilate to the cultures and values of this place. Yeah. Hey, you should just go by Joe. <laughs> Dude, and this is coming from uh, people who, have, are, are, who are first generation here whose parents had to literally change their names when they crossed over the border because that's just how it, it happened. Well, Your middle name is Kajijimish. <laughs> Can't even spell it. Can't even pronounce it. That's the beauty of this country, man. Yeah. But you come over uh, here and they can't pronounce it. They don't know what they're looking at. They call you Casey. Hey, come on over, Casey. It. Yeah, <laughs> you're right over here. Sounds good, Casey. They didn't like Salvador, so he became Joe. Salva what? All right, Joe. Come on over. <laughs> Welcome to America, my friend. Mary Yolanda? What the... Uh, Mary no, sounds fine. good. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. you got it there. Four letters. You're going to appreciate it. <laughs> That's right. You're going to really love the signature. It's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that just that created so many legacies, man. That's just part of the whole process. You're supposed to come here legally. You're supposed to come and, you know, adapt to the ways and, and be proud of, you know, learning the culture here, the ways of the Constitution and, and how we operate. You're supposed to learn how we do the roads, man, how we drive, how we walk around, you know, the do's and don'ts, dude. That not that what it used to be all about? Yeah. Yeah, not anymore. Now we're supposed to give them money, shelter. Well, now we're, we're sanctuary. sanctuary. <laughs> yeah. You know who doesn't get a sanctuary? Biden's grandchild. Seventh Dude, grandchild. He's only forced to pay her like 5000 a month.
lame. And uh, my biggest question here is, why now? Why are we talking about it now? Because we got to get rid of it, right? Right before the, uh, the actual election. Isn't it pretty crazy? I don't know if you looked into it at all, but Joe Biden has no staff for his re-election campaign. <laughs> no, dude, he's not even running. I'm telling you. He's not running. No, this is he's actual truth. Joe Biden does not have a re-election campaign. He is not running for president. So what is going on? Does anybody realize that they're probably... I don't even... I think they're literally telling us there's not going to be an election. No, I think they're just banking on the fact that Trump's going to win. They're, the media, they're using the media to wow, make sure Trump you... wins the primary. That is their whole thing, is we're going to make Trump win the primary. And then, I mean, it's why they're doing the indictments. They say it every, every time they do an indictment, he goes up in the primaries. <laughs> it's like they, they literally are just doing this to make sure Trump wins because they know he can't win the general. And then they don't even have to run. Wow. Right? And I don't even blame them. It's such an easy strategy. You fucking idiots on the right are just... It was just like the, the midterm. We're just giving them these elections with stupid candidates. You know? You're saying the right should just get rid of Trump and go in on what? DeSanctimonious. Not even... Maybe not even DeSanctimonious. No, but I man, know. we gotta get somebody, dude. The problem is it's a uniparty. They're all part of the same group, and it doesn't really even kind of matter, right? Like, aren't we at that point now? Doesn't it seem kind of crystal clear to people that, look what happened to McConnell and Feinstein. Everybody's got their handlers. Like, nobody's actually, you know, are we really voting in people here anymore? The, I don't know. What, yeah, that's true. On the level yeah. of president, I just... Uh, I'm more interested in local politics these days only because I feel like you people still have a chance more so in Republican areas because in the Democrat places where mail-in voting is just all over the place, that is owned by Democrats, the mail-in voting situation. And so if you live in a place like Colorado where they are all in on the mail of voting, uh, the Democrats are going to reign supreme until there is some, you know— some change in that process where you you get an actual legit representation of the voting base and by that i mean unfortunately you got to show up and drop off your vote you got to stand in the booth and vote that's how you used to do it the voting in thing is why we have corruption it's why we don't get to see any major changes in this you know the major cities before all that though there's always been corruption, but you had a night, nice, you know, one side could corrupt the other. Now with the mail-in voting, it seems like the Democrats have a, a big lock To be honest, I don't care about the mail-in voting, like, nearly as well. The biggest threat is the media takeover. Yeah, the media is scary. one party absolutely. controls the entire yes, media. absolutely, That's dude. the biggest threat. Dude, I couldn't agree more. The, the fact that the media is in cahoots with the Democratic Party is the most frightening element of our current era. It's very Orwellian. It's pure 1984. It's why... It's not not just the media. It's the tech companies, too. It's like social media, YouTube, everything is just geared towards the left. This is why, kind of harkening back to what we were talking about earlier, where it almost feels like nobody's paying attention anymore. Nobody is following the narratives. The narratives aren't selling because no one's watching. When I mean the media, I mean mostly social media nowadays nobody's really tuned into tv anymore outside yeah, of sports true. so the media is the the youtube the tiktok the twitter the facebook uh you, right like that that's kind of the media now and people have chosen their lanes and the lanes don't include whatever the crap Anderson Cooper is trying to scare them about with sidewalks. You know what I'm saying? Anderson Cooper scaring them about sidewalks. About sidewalks. You know what I'm saying? Anderson Cooper talking about sidewalks doesn't scare anyone because nobody's watching it on YouTube or TikTok, right? The people have like found their lanes of information, and I think that's kind of why the narrative is not unfolding the way they're hoping. Like nobody's scared of climate change because you could just go outside and you're like, "Holy shit!" Right now in Denver, it's cloudy, overcast, and very moderately temperatured. Like it's, it's very, it's very cool. You know, for for <laughs> July, it's cool. So like, no complaints. What are you trying to tell me? There's a deadly heat wave where I might melt on the sidewalk? Well, I just don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I could go stand on the sidewalk right now with my bare feet. There's no problem, man. 
What are you talking about? In Arizona, though. I mean, it's the desert. Dude, I remember in, like, what was when did that movie come out? Uh, Vegas Vacation? Oh, wow. With Chevy Chase. Um, yeah, it's like in the damn, 90s. Man, eight, maybe even 1998, 80s. I would give it to. On I Vegas mean, Vacation. Even they made the joke about cooking the eggs on the rocks. Yes, exactly, man. Everybody exactly. knows that's how it is in the desert. That's how you it's know? supposed to be. Uh, it's just, we're in goofy times, and look, uh, the media narrative and, and the spin on information and the social media especially and how it's really taken over our society and, and kind of just confused people, really manipulated folks, uh, the young folks, uh, to m- a more greater degree, I feel like. Uh, you know, the climate change, the COVID stuff, the trans uh, mania that has taken over here in America, not just isolated here. My God, do I have a phenomenal clip. Uh, Mike, this one is going to take us for a ride, okay? And I'm glad we're going to cap off the show here. Uh, there was a Miss Italy uh, pageant, all right? And here... Um, there was some protesting going on. Miss Italy? Miss Miss Italy, I believe. Well, we're going to... the winner the woman with the least amount of back hair? So, <laughs> dude, I'm going to play this clip. The best part about this clip is the reporter trying to explain what's he, what he's talking about because the mixing of the words is just at a point now where you can't even... You can't even tell the story. This is fantastic. This is, we've hit the apex of... Of the trans movement with, with this story, uh, I'm so happy this exists. N- here we go. This is uh, the trans, uh, trans Italy. To Italy now, where a whole bunch of transgender men are entering the Miss Italy pageant after a pageant rep said transgender women can't compete. All right, let me lay this out for you here. It's a little complicated. <laughs> Wait, what? Miss Italy- yeah. <laughs> Did you hear how he's he like he's like okay let me lay this out for you because it's a little complicated. <laughs> I fucking love this clip so much. You have no idea. Let me lay this out for you. It's a little complicated. Men are entering the Miss Italy pageant after a pageant rep said transgender women can't compete. All right, let me lay this out for you here. It's a little complicated. The organizer of the Miss Italy pageant said the pageant only allows people who were assigned a female gender at birth to be in the competition, meaning transgender women, men who became women, would be excluded. One transgender man named Federico saw this and thought, well, hey, I was born female. So he decided to. I'm already confused, just like you I, are. I, All right. No, <laughs> dude, this is insane. No, no, I'm, I get it. I, I'm following. I'm tracking. No, it's gonna get. It can do the words. But this is retarded. The, the the pretzel twist of the mind is incredible. Name Frederica, even though he identifies as a man now. That moment then turned into a movement. One LGBTQ group shared his entry on Facebook, encouraging other transgender men to apply. And now more than a hundred trans men have entered the pageant with some even being called to the next stage of the competition so all, the, uh, this is there was men okay i think this is how i'm gonna phrase it something we had some um fellas who were ladies that were <laughs> let me let me let me do this uh subtly here so you had one chick with a dick who chick, wanted chick to join dick. the fucking yeah. beauty pageant. No, no, yeah, and they I got said, that, yeah. no, you can't come in if you have a dick That's you gotta right. have vagina no dick okay so then all of these Women with vaginas oh, who yeah. walk around dressed as men. That's right. Take a testosterone so they grow beards. <laughs> they all decided, well, we're women, so they're going to join. And they're all now. Now it's a pageant of chicks with beards. Yeah, so, yes, exactly. So <laughs> you, got, you got the fellas who are ladies now who want to be in the lady competition. But they said no. So then... The ladies who are fellas now are like, okay, well, we're going to be in the competition. So now the, the the lady competition who said no to the fellas who are ladies are letting in the ladies who are fellas. So now ladies who are fellas are going to be in this lady competition. It's the end of the world. Dude, this is the best story of the well, year. This is like when is, when is this brick nation currency coming? <laughs> <laughs> this is the 
story I'm, of I'm the jumping year. ship, dude. I am jumping ship, I man. This is retarded. <laughs> this is fantastic. Let's bring in Ali Arusi for more on this. Ali, what message does the trans community hope to be sending to pageant officials right now, and how is it being received? I just love the idea that we said, no, this dude with the dong dressing as the chick can't be in this competition. So in protest, all these chicks are like, well, we're going to be in this competition of chicks now. Trust as dudes. Trust as dudes. This is so stupid. Hey, this is no, so they're stupid. saying that these attitudes are outdated <laughs> and the people trying to enforce them lack understanding. Federico Barbosa, the trans activist who entered the pageant and started this whole campaign that went viral, says that he thinks beauty pageants try to exclude trans women in part because they simply don't understand them or have a false idea of what it means to be trans. He said excluding <laughs> trans women from beauty pageants or school sports sends the message that trans women are not women. And that, and the result of that is transphobia. Let's take a listen to what Federico had to say. They would never think that a trans person might even like aspire to win a beauty pageant because I can tell through the radio kind of like you are monster. not a woman <laughs> and I think a part of it is that so many people have never seen trans women or like trans men or trans people in general but the patron of the Miss Italy beauty pageant Patricia Mirigiliani has not only defended the ban on transgender contestants, but also appeared to criticize other beauty pageants' efforts to welcome trans women. Um, so it's a, it's a, bit, of a bit of a mess there, but nonetheless, <laughs> it's, more, it's all getting to a head with all these hundred men entering that competition. What did you hear when he said the end? A hundred men? No, it's a hundred women, though. That's like, he can't even, he can't even grasp what he's saying, man. He's, that's it. So that's it. Next, so year, next year, no dicks, no beards. <laughs> that's what we're doing. No dicks, no beards. Is it, is it simple? <laughs> I fucking love this story so much, dude. The reporters struggled so immensely, like, reporting it. You could tell he, at the end, he's like, but in the end, we couldn't allow the hundred men. That, oh, wait. The men? I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. This is crazy. The, the thing with the beard's a man. The, the thing in the dress is a... No, no, no. The but thing dude, with the beard's a woman. What gets me is, and you can catch it at the beginning, they trip over themselves only be, almost because they're saying transgender men and then transgender women. And it's super confusing because they're talking about ladies that are fellas and then fellas that are ladies. But it's like... Dude, when you throw in the phrase transgender men, it it warps the brain immediately. I'm I telling know, I you. Always, I always get confused. Yes. It's like, are you saying it was a man? Yes. Or it was, that's, it isn't, but like, the confusion, it wants to be a man. The chaos of the mind, the confusion is the point. That's the whole point of the language, and that's why it always... And, and, yeah, I'm so fascinated by it, and the best part is this the media machine having to keep up with this woke ideology and this bizarre communistic, you know, concept. And it's impossible from even a journalistic standpoint to linguistically keep up with their language and how they've manipulated it. Because it gets to the point where even you as the reporter, you lose track of who you're talking about. You don't know if you're talking about men, women, who's the guy, who has the dick. Which just, one has a dick? At <laughs> one point, I just got to see a dick. Can someone show me their dick so I know who has the dick? Then I can, like, can figure just, out can the story. we just put a D on the forehead of everybody that has a dick? Can you all just wear dresses like Big Mike Obama so I know you can have a you have a bulge? <laughs> Big Mike. The first tranny first lady. <laughs> it's just so unreal, dude. The language is so spectacular. The twisted pretzel that they have created there, like even these reporters cannot figure it out. They they you could see they're losing it in, in midstream there. Like at the end, he's almost exhausted and he's you could hear it in his voice like men? You know, you know, like, am I talking about men? I have no idea. I don't even know what a man is anymore. When do you think this ends, the tranny? 
I think it ends when a person who took growth hormones as a teenager shoots and kills their doctor. Hmm. I actually, I think that'll be the, uh, I think when we have some sort of violence, there's a lot of gun violence with that community. There has been over the last year, I think, uh, with the drugs and the mutilation and and, and just all and, and the misinformation and the lying and then you know what I'm saying like when you're lied yeah. to you eventually come to truth right uh, you, you take it out on, on the people I I think that will be kind of the definitive moment to be totally and they're honest. gonna reach an age where they actually can realize what happened it's gonna happen sooner than later the, this yeah. this phenomenon has been very recent it has uh. Th- gone across multiple communities at, at, at like a rapid pace and the only I, I just only see negative outcomes from all of it dude this never happened when we were younger or before us society went in a very specific direction up until the iPhone and social media entered the scene yeah because it used to be our parents just cared about us now you have parents that, like, care about how they look on social media. It's not even that, dude. Like, we had homosexual communities yeah. for the last several decades. It wasn't until the last few years where it wasn't just being homosexual. It was changing your gender and having surgery. Yeah, and doing the drag shows and the MAT. Yeah, man. It got really intense over the last few years. And so that means <clears throat> something yeah. changed. There's a psychological event that occurred that that has swept through the country. And, and there will be a point... Kind of like uh, when it comes to the vaccines, I, maybe I was wrong, but I feel like still that the Bronny heart attack, you know, the Bronny James heart attack was kind of a, a, a big eye-opener for a lot of people. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think, you know, it, it, it could have affected some minds. It, there's going to be some Bronny James moment, something where people are like, whoa, we went too hard on this uh, transition surgery and hormone therapy. I don't think Bronny is, man. We have not seen that with COVID yet. I don't think we ever will. Especially the vaccine. I was talking about this with Emma today, how when it comes to the vaccine, we believe that there's a lot of intelligent people who were had, and they're smart enough to know that they were fooled, but they're not going to let it happen again. But they'll never admit that they were fooled. Yeah, I don't, I don't... There's a stubbornness to being fooled to where you'll never admit you were fooled, but that you will... You're determined now to not let it happen again, which is kind of why maybe a lot of people aren't tuning into the mainstream news anymore. Maybe they, they were lied to and they know it now. And so they're, they, they've had enough, right? Maybe the vaccine was kind of the yeah, awakening. But, but the fact that you're not able to admit it, I mean, dude, you're not really feeling the, 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 the true consequence of being wrong is looking at the people in the eye that were right and saying I was wrong, you know, and like that's. Admitting fault not... is a huge part of moving forward, and I do think there's a stubbornness involved to people who will just never admit that they were wrong with COVID, but will maybe personally within themselves admit that they won't let it happen again. I think they're, they're doomed to let it happen again, though. You really think Whether that? they like... know it or not. Yeah, because you can't even, you're not even accepting the full responsibility of what you did. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. No, I, I hear you. Absolutely. I, I fear that people don't see the light and they continue to be blind. Uh, my hope is that people are a, a little bit awakened and understand what happened to a degree that they are um, they have a defense me- mechanism built up on some level to not be uh, taken over on the next round, which is coming. No doubt about it. Right. And maybe oh, that's coming. Maybe that's why the climate nonsense isn't working like the you know mainstream wants it to work, right? Like maybe people are are in the mindset of I'm just not playing into your your crap anymore. I'm not listening to your lies. Maybe just maybe you know people aren't buying into the Trump stuff or anything anymore. They're just saying you know what I'm done with your crap. I I need to live my life because it's potential that you poisoned me and I have like three to six years to live. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm not going to waste that time. Yeah, and there's a writer strike going on, which we all forget about every single day. I'm here to remind you, but, you know, maybe with the writer strike on, I'm just going to go live my life for a little bit and uh, forget about the fact that I am on a tight time schedule as we all are because this is without a doubt the fastest hour in the universe thanks for listening